Hey guys, just wanted to share a message from our sponsor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tool allows you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. It takes more than being a good actor to be successful in an acting class. We're going to talk about it. Acting Class Weekly with legendary character actor Sean Whelan. Lessons, tips, and insight into the craft and business of acting from a man who's been directed by the likes of Spielberg, Eastwood, Tim Burton, Ang Lee, Michael Bay, Wes Craven, Tom Hanks, and many more of Hollywood's A-List. He is 30 years an actor and your professor, Sean Whelan. Here we are, 30 years, my first show after 30 years of being an actor. Of having your SAG card. We found having out that you've actually card. been an actor since you were five. I've been an actor five. since I was five, so I've been acting for 73 years. Wow. Looking I go to a, really I got a good. good. You've got, got that Pharrell thing I got a Beverly on. Hills guy going on. Uh, I went Pharrell, you went Beverly Hills guy. It's same, fine. Same. I mean, it's not the same, as it? It's not the same. Because one is natural, right? Yeah. Do you think he's at work? I think that he's an actual vampire. Yeah. Well, how old is he? I, he lo- no... I would look at him and I'd say early 40s. I don't know. I think he looks like he's 22. Wow. Which is a Taylor Swift song. Okay. that is, And that's a super fun Taylor Swift song. Am I allowed to enjoy that song? Say it with me now. Yes, yes queen. queen. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I'm allowed to sit. My <laughs> daughters can say yes, king to me. Like yes, king. Or yas, king. They'll put it in text. But if I say yes, queen, they're like, that's over. Is it because you're not doing it right? No, it has nothing to do with that. I'm not. They, they said the phrase with yes or yas, queen, is over. Now, this is an evergreen show, so this might be. You know, oh, somebody's listening to this now. Somebody's thinking, listening. We are going, so dated. What are you talking about? Well, as you can see, I am bantering. Uh, that's my new. Was it witty? It's well, no bantering because I'm watching Love Island, and there. That's the way you. They say they chat with people. Oh, we had good banter. You know? Oh, it's a British thing. Yeah, British thing. Oh, we're bantering. So we're bantering with uh, Miss Phenomenal, Roxy Stryer. Happy to banter with you anytime, Sean. Yes. And as long f- as it means what I'm thinking it means. It's, I don't, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Again, we're unclear. It's very unclear. What, what a shock. How you and me Brits being unclear. We don't yeah, know. We have no idea. And then in the uh, booth, we have my fabulous producer, Mr. Funtabulous, Jeff Graham. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? I'm happy to banter with y'all anytime, any day. Where Thank do you, you think he went just now? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> candidly, guys, I have two sets of headphones back here, a little peek behind the curtain, and I had the wrong set of headphones on. So wow. I'm playing some producer Jenga back here, but I think I got it in on time. Love yes. a peek. Yes. 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 And oh, it's going to haunt me. I feel like it's going to haunt me. Yes. And and we have a special guest today, one of my students and former students. I mean, we, it's kind of like she was my student for a long chunk of time. We work together occasionally as well. She just did a workshop of mine, uh, Miss Megan Williams. Hello. Yes. Thank you. Glad to be here. Happy yes. to have you. Do you think that in the booth I made Jeff really happy or extremely happy when I drum rolled and banged next to the mic? You think he loved that or, or absolutely adored it? I think he loved it. Mm-hmm. My only issue is, Rox, you didn't say what it actually was, which was my favorite thing that's ever happened oh. as a producer. So you forgot that 
Because uh, if he okay. doesn't like that we clap, I can only imagine how much he likes right, my right, drum right. roll yes. for Megan. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, of course. He loved I it. appreciated it. Favorite so. thing that ever happened. Yes. Good. <laughs> so listen, today we are talking about how to, I guess it's maximize and get the best out of an acting class. How to behave and conduct yourself so you get the best and most out of it for you, but also for your other actors in the class and the teacher. Because the deal is, you're already doing it. So this is if you've already signed up for class. You're in the class. You're already paying. You're in the class. You're already dedicating your time there. So how to actually make sure you're getting your money, you're paying for your buck. Getting the best out of it and how to behave so you are... Um, a team player, and someone who the teacher admires. I believe, this is what I believe, and I've said this to them all the time, I said, you want me to get a phone call from a producer friend of mine and say, hey, I know you're teaching. I am. I'm looking for some cool students to do my project. Do you have any names? And you want me to go, oh, this person, this person, this person. And here's the harsh truth, everybody. It's not necessarily the best actors. It's the good actors that have the right attitude and uh, conduct themselves in a professional way. So I'm going to go over do's and don'ts. So at the end of it, you will know all the do's that will you, yes, you'll get that thumbs up from your teacher or ones that will definitely make sure that they say, oh, she's a really good actress, but she's a pain in the butt. I'm not going to suggest her. This is your Yoda moment. This do is or my do not, moment. there is no yeah, try. there is no try. It's mm. do or do not do these things or do not do these things. But How's, before, oh, go ahead. I, I want to know how your Yoda voice is before you move on to whatever your gold you were doing. I've never had, this, this is my this first. This is the first time. I mean, I think I, yes. It's improv. Okay. Yes, and? Do or do not. That's not that it was, bad. It was, it was honestly, my first, literally my honestly first try. not that bad. It was not that bad. You didn't know what was going to come I out. I didn't know what was going to come out, but I, I just, you know, I did my best. I felt I'm I did really my best. really proud of you, Sean. Thank you. So before we do that, as <laughs> always, we do Sean's Week. And I'm going to throw it in every once in a while. It, it didn't get better. It didn't get better. No. No. Wow. You know what? And on your show, on your podcast, you did that whole story about someone going, not as good as the last no, time. No. And then you, you of all people who are so offended by that, say to me, not, didn't get better. It's payback for the lipstick it comment. Is. Oh, there, Sean there pointed out that I am, yes, indeed, wearing, wearing a, lipstick. No, that's <laughs> so, I pointed out that she's wearing, a, I've never seen her wear such a bright and, you know, a loud lipstick. Mm. That's what I said. So to clarify, uh-huh, uh-huh. that's a long, that's a five hour show that we're going to do after the grudge. this. All right, mm-hmm. yeah, no grudge there. All right, Sean's week. Okay, so this week, remember, I was so proud. I got cast in Magnum PI. I reached out to the producer of Magnum PI. Oh, the lunch Hawaii was supposed to be this week. It's it's the coffee was today at three, and it happened. And, and we confirmed. We got moved. It got pushed. It got moved. It got pushed. So last week, I got an invitation to the wrap party for Magnum P.I., Hawaii Five O, and MacGyver that's going to be this Saturday. Does that usually happen when you're on an episode? No. Not so just a just, guest star once. So you. for me to, to get that invitation is pretty nice. So yesterday, I got an email, but not from the assistant, from Peter Lenkoff himself saying, Sean, I know I've canceled. But we're wrapping up the season. I'm behind on my post-production. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to push. But let's make sure we talk at the rack party. We'll hang out then. So it's not a blow-off. 
in any it's way. It's just an adjustment. And I know that he's now going to have to split his time between a bunch of people as opposed to me just sitting down one-on-one with him, which is a bummer. But I still thought, okay. So I just wrote to him, absolutely understand, no problem. And he writes back, thank you so much. So this is, this is my theme for the week, right? So then I got a few more repeat students, some coaching students. Skype? Uh, two actually in-town ones, mm. actually. Um, and another Skype person just signed up for another chunk. But it's because they're realizing, and we were just talking about this, Megan, outside, that there's coaches around that charge like double what I charge. Um, they're very good. I don't knock them in any way, shape, or form. But I think I've told you the only reason I I just can't ask for a lot of money from new actors. I, it, it's a You need your money. And so I just feel good charging a, a fair price instead of saying, well, I, you know, I deserve more. Well, it feels um, like, Sean, for you, part of coaching them is a, a little bit of life coaching as well. And if you're telling them they need to save their money as much as they can, yeah. it would be contradictory to be taking more of that money. Yeah. I just opened up to a, I just opened up to a huge management company because we've only heard amazing things about him and he's very reasonable. And that's part of the conversation. So uh, so I've got more students back. That was really good. And then in my... Wait, Sean, I, I don't understand what you just said. You just opened up to a new management company? Oh, okay. So I, so I coached a student. That's a thank you for letting me clarify. Uh, I coached a student that I actually coached years ago at a workshop. She remembered me. She made it all the way to the final cut on a um, Disney movie. And I said uh, her manager saw the tape and said, fantastic, this is great. And so I said, oh, did you like the way I coached her? I would love it if you mentioned me to your clients. And she said, so we negotiated. Is there a special rate you can give my clients? And what can you send me a bio and blah, 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 blah. And then she threw me out on their big weekly um, email, and I've gotten a lot of clients from that. And those were the first times. And then when they came and they liked me, I say after every one, the only thing I ask is, one, tell me how your audition goes, and two, please tell your manager if you liked working with me. So now she's saying, I'm hearing from a bunch of people that you're great and that you're reasonable. That's awesome. So so then uh, I had in my comedy sketch class, I had kind of a shakeup. Some people were just realizing that they had taken on too much and a couple people leaving. And then this one guy wrote me a thing and just said, listen, I thought this was going to be a different kind of class. I don't understand. Uh, I don't know if I can continue. He didn't say he was going to quit. So I said, okay. He was like, I'm in a plane. I'll land in a couple hours. I go, call me when you land. So it was great. I talked to him, and it was just a misunderstanding because there was just a misunderstanding between I had a substitute one time, and it, he, the substitute kind of changed the format. This guy thought that format was going to be that way the whole time. He was getting concerned. And I just talked to him calmly and not like, you better stay in my class, or even go like, oh, let me get him. I'm so sorry. Or any, I just talked to him and said, listen, this is what I want you guys to do. I want you to have a killer sketch show at the end of this, and here's why, blah, 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 blah. Calmly talked to him. And he not only stayed in the class, but he pulled me aside after the class and said, I'm so glad I stayed. This is amazing. So um, that's what this all leads into is doing a good job but having the right attitude. I could have said, screw that student for writing me the other. Who does he think he's talking to? Like, I was like, okay, that doesn't make a lot of sense. And treating these, you know, doing a good job for the Skype or the my coaching students so they can tell their manager – Having a good attitude, 
Besides, I could be the most excellent coach, but I could demean you and yell at you, and you might get the most amazing tape, but my place looks like a dump or the camera's not ready, you know, all these things. So it wouldn't matter what I did. It would be that you would say to the manager, yeah, he was, I got a good tape, but I'd now go to him again. Yeah, the experience was awful. So that's why that kind of feeds into what we're talking about this week. But before we do that, we want uh, Miss uh, Lipstick to talk about... <laughs> a new permanent I'm nickname, Miss no, Lipstick. No, come on. Miss Phenomenal, please tell us a little bit well, about what fans can do for After Buzz. Now that I look like the rock Poor star that I am, he is. I'm waiting for my music, music so I can rock, rock out and yeah. tell you guys a Here little more about After Buzz TV. Yes. In case you guys don't know, we actually do after shows for all of your favorite TV shows. So if you're obsessed with Game of Thrones right now, which, by the way, did you watch? Yes. Is it yes. yes or is it yes? That is a just a you savoring it. Oh seen my god, savoring! So we we savoring. do a million any show that you do watch. We pretty much Love cover it. everything, and we have on stars from the show, guests, amazing, amazing people breaking down this content. So in case you didn't know about some of our other content, check that out. And also something you can do that really helps us out, specifically on this show as we're growing our following right now, is rate, comment, subscribe. I know you guys are told that all the time when you're listening to podcasts and you probably don't know why that's so important it's because it allows people to find us a lot easier so the more comments we have the more five stars the more thumbs up on youtube the more views the more people are able to search us so it actually there's an algorithm and you know science plus math equals youtube and itunes because that's that's the equation so if you guys go there that really helps us out and also it gives us an idea of what you want to hear if you write a comment and you say i really want you guys to do an episode on headshots or I really want you to do an episode on putting together your reel we're going to focus on that and cover it so whatever questions you have for Sean we actually did a full question episode uh, and we're going to be doing more of those that's a great place to put it so take the five seconds it literally takes five seconds to rate comment subscribe thumbs up you guys know the deal now we really appreciate it thanks guys and say wistfully say goodbye to your theme I, music. I don't want it to go. I know you what never do I want do? it to go. Should I keep talking? It's acceptance. And also do a it's tap dance. It's a new dance. moment. No, no, no. It's a new moment. You have to move on from that moment into the new moment. I'm not ready, Sean. Well, that's yeah. That's how's this? How's my? Not, not ready. You would be the student where they go, "Hey, I heard I'm you good. had a good student in your class named Roxy." And go, "Yeah, no." Is it better not? Yeah, yeah. No, don't. No, no. She's not. She's going to show up. That wasn't. You didn't believe it. lipstick on. It was not. No, no, no. Kidding. Oh, come on! Now I'm going. Like, wow. Now, now I, I went deeper. Why? That was a deep cut. That was a deep that cut. Was a deep cut, deep Sean. Cut. I know. <laughs> All right, we have to get to poor Megan, who's sitting there going, "Who are these?" Why is she poor people? Megan? I think we're putting on a little because, show for because, her. Because uh, is our shtick? How's our shtick? I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yes. Okay. Would she tell okay. us if she wasn't? I don't know. You wouldn't. Yeah, she's looking at her. She's saying no. She wouldn't. She would just lie and go like, that was great. Everything's fine. She wouldn't lie. She would act. Right. She would act. And then a friend would say, hey. And I said, oh, I'd love to have you back. And then the friend goes, hey, would you go back? She goes, no, I don't want to go back. No. I don't want to go back. See, that's what happens. She told her manager. Sean was not good. A quick brief uh, story uh, about uh, just quickly, you were in San Diego, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't you? You moved from the Midwest. Yeah, I'm originally from Missouri. Okay. And I moved to San Diego because um, I have family there first. Right. And I lived there for a year and a half. 
Um, but kind of getting ready to do the LA move. Yeah. Remember we talked about the two year plan and prepping for the two year plan. That's what she so was, was doing. So it was your in way San of Diego. going west. Yes. Yeah. You just were getting closer. Yes. Yeah. And I think if I had originally come straight to Los Angeles, I would have immediately turned around and left because right. it's so overwhelming. Right. But since I got my feet wet in San Diego and yeah. you know was able to save money and come here, like it was a different experience. Yeah. And she was ready. So mm-hmm. how tell them how you found me. Um, well, funny story. So I moved into an apartment and the acting studio right across the street was Studio Four, James right. Franco's acting school. Yeah. And of course, so I'm like, oh my God, James Franco, I want to go right. see what this is about. Right. So I go in and the first class I audited was Sean's comedy class. Right. And immediately it was like, I love this. This was meant for me. It's right out my front door. Like, right. I have to sign up. So I signed up for that and a couple other classes through the school. And I was with Sean until the school ended up closing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Because we've done other shows on this, I'm curious. Did you do the whole, I'm going to save up money, I'm going to live in a crappy rundown apartment, I'm going to have 14 roommates so that I can make this work? Or how did you, when you got here, how did you get to Sean's class? How were you able to do that? So I kind of did the exact opposite of what most young broke actors do. I uh, <laughs> saved a lot of money when I was in San Diego. I just worked like every single day working doubles. And then when I... So smart. At a bar, a restaurant? Uh, restaurant. restaurant, yeah. And then when I moved to L.A., I got a nicer apartment Um and I worked every single weekend, the first weekend that I was here, in a in a nightclub, um, just saving money to be able to afford. I, at one point, was spending $1,000 a month on acting classes. Yeah. But I did not. The first year I was here, I had not one Saturday off. Right. Yeah. Right. So she, that's kind of the, what we've yeah. talked about, guys. You know, she did what we talked about, and it, it's working. She's here. So um, I brought her here because I want a student's perspective, but of course... What I said was, when I was thinking, what students would I want to bring in, um, like, nine of my good ones said no, and I figured, no. So I said, <laughs> but she no. she hasn't but been I'm, in your class for a year? She was in my year for almost like a two year, like a year and a half to mm-hmm. two. Yeah. So you still remember that she was great in class. Yeah. It's been that, wow. And we awesome. all keep in touch from that class. Because there was no... a ton of students, Sean. There was no hard feelings. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They never... It, it was basically because... Studio 4 closed, and then I tried to do it myself, and then other people had other... You know, it's hard to not have that school support underneath you. I've kind of, no, I never took it personally that people left. I completely understood. But um, for me, like I said, because she was a pleasure to work with, always showed up, always did well. She's one of my success stories. We did a showcase. She got signed. You know, I mean... That's why I wanted her here. And these are the kind of things that I'm talking about. I'm using my pen a lot today. Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's the Italian part. What do you mean? What is, That's like, what the like, Italians do. Yeah, yeah do. like a lot of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So I really want to get through the obvious ones. We don't have to like talk about, like dissect ones that are obvious. But I want to start with the do's. The do, meaning what you want to do to be someone who is effective in class. Okay. Obviously, pay on time. Pay on time. Don't make, and I've said this a million times, don't make the person of authority your teacher, your agent, your manager, someone who's trying to help you make their life harder. If anything I learned when I was learning from Roxy, I never wanted to make her life harder. I wanted to learn. We had to work through some, you know, figuring out what the best thing, but she would say, listen, I will help you write up the first three episodes, then you're going to be on your own. And I said, great. 
I didn't say, well, no, no, I'm going to need more help after that. Don't you know? You know? And so uh, make their life easier. Always one of the simplest ways, pay on time. What if you cannot afford it that month? Is it better to say... I will not be taking class this month then. Or... First of all, you give your teacher plenty of time to know that. And two, I I told you, I got into Groundlings. I couldn't go. I didn't have the money until I worked like Megan did. I worked my butt off for three months to move up to be a waiter so I could afford it. Then don't go. But don't say you want to go and then cause a bunch of financial trouble. It makes their job a lot harder. Follow instructions, basic instructions. This is when we show up. This is when we leave. At my uh, studio, the, uh, we have to come, I say, come 10 minutes early because we all have to break it down and open it up because it's an improv stage. So we have to move some furniture and things like that. You know, be on time, the most simple stuff. When you're given an assignment, do your assignment. And <laughs> she remembers. I, yeah, I make a face because uh, I was I was probably the worst when it came to actual homework assignments. Yeah, I for a long time thought, oh, I'll just show up and do it then. And um, I learned that on set and in real life, that's not how it works. You no. have to come prepared. No, there was one time that I asked to watch a show, and I was like the cool teacher for a long time. And then I said, hey, I want you to watch this show, Room One Hundred Four, on HBO. And that was it. And I said, we're going to talk about it. And the story structure, whatever, in that specific episode. And I had people say to me, like, well, I don't have HBO. And I don't know. I mean, I don't really. And I just, I've never, I went off so hard in that class. I said, if I would have told my acting teacher that it was a little hard to do my homework, he would have thrown me out. Like, this is not, this, I'd never ask you to do stuff. This is the only time I ask you. And I get a ton of excuses. I said, this is not, you need to re, um, rethink your commitment to being in a class because it's hard enough. So don't make it hard on yourself by not doing the homework. Free trial. Go to a friend's place. Yeah, bootleg of it. course. Not that we There's recommend things that. you can go. Things you, right, of course. You go to a friend's yeah. house who has it. You can find somewhere that has HBO or HBO Now or HBO Go and you know, like you said, get a password from a friend for one time. It was you know? not find the Sorcerer's Stone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on exactly. HBO. So that was my third one, do homework. And this was a great one from a teacher, a friend of mine, Sean Barnes, who's great. He said, but be prepared. But be prepared consistently. Consistently be prepared. Not just sometimes so they don't know they can count on you. Because what happens is I slowly, Megan and I were just talking about that. There was a core of students that I was like, I can always count on them. So when they said, hey, let's go do a little improv show at Gabe's place, you guys are the ones I brought, the core people. When they, when uh, there said... is, sometimes they ask you, improv teams will say, hey, can you bring in your improv team to open for our show, our improv show? But I knew who to bring because these were my ones that were always prepared. Um, be present in class. Be present and aware um, listening, eyes open, not slouching. or sl I mean, be there as if you are getting in extremely important knowledge, which you are. And the teacher will see that, and they will appreciate that. Obvious. If you can't remember things, guys, take notes. If you are, I'm going to give you a tip, though. If you're going to take notes, for me, I like to take notes on my phone a lot. Just let them know, because then they don't think you're tweeting or texting or, you know... They want to know that you're just taking notes in class. You took notes. Didn't you have a book, Megan, or no? Yeah, I took notes in, a, in an old-fashioned notebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you had a notebook. Yeah, um, Squine? 
It's very non-millennial of her. You, you know. Oh, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying. I I'm not going to say. I have a hard planner, so. But that's great. Yeah. I had a hard planner. You know what's fun about that is I look back at my old planner. Oh my god! When I first started in the '90s, I was auditioning all. I had like four auditions every day, like two commercial, two. This theatrical. is after Milk. This was before, actually. Oh. Too. Before that was all commercials, and then it was commercial and theatrical, and yeah, it was crazy. Um, this was another great one from a, a teacher friend of mine, Lincoln Hoppy, who was a partner of mine at Playhouse West. Build your professional reputation. This is, and I would say to these guys, this is a dress rehearsal for how you are going to be in your career. This class is a dress rehearsal for that. So make sure that you behave as if you were, if you had an acting job. So all these things apply. Pay on time, be, you know, fill out your paperwork, uh, make sure you're prepared, do your homework, and, you know, be good to others, which is my next one. Be a team player. Support each other. I told these guys right from the set, and I know right from the start, not from the set, but right from the start, I said, don't be an asshole. Verbatim. Verbatim. They said, don't be an asshole. Because no one wants to work with that. Yeah, that did. And and how did that come across when I said that? Did you think that was, you know, had you had you taken other acting classes before? Um, I had not, but I grew up in the Midwest where everyone is super kind and kind of saves face just because. So when you first said, don't be an asshole, I was like, duh. But then the longer that I've been here and the more people I work with, I realized (laughs) that that is not common. Most people don't understand not to be an asshole. So it was something that I knew to do. But now that I've encountered more people, I think I think more people could learn that message. Yeah. And I said, you have to support each other. And I told, always told the story about when I was at Groundlings and when Mindy and I were talking about la- a couple weeks ago, Mindy Sterling, we used to all get dressed really quick and all run behind the stage so we could watch other people's sketches. We were such fans of each other. And I taught these guys when we were watching other people's sketches to be fans. And everyone would love to be in someone's sketch and they loved it and they would give supportive comments. So be supportive and being a team player. Again, that's something that will be noticed by a teacher. When a teacher needs help, always volunteer. You, Jen, you and Jen were the people who always would volunteer to do stuff. Like what? What's a volunteer? I'm saying, okay, so I found out, it was just one night I came in, I said, so who's got representation? And none of them did. And I said, we need to have a, we need to have an industry showcase because you guys have great sketches and you're doing really well. We need to have an industry showcase, and I know Jen helped, but you were one of her helpers, weren't you? Did you help with the showcase? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so that's what I mean. So, you, what, but what do you mean help with the showcase? Meaning, so she, I said, I'm going to need some logistical help with you know getting agency names to send out stuff and you know above and beyond. Be the above and beyond. On your podcast the other day, you said I went for a job and they said. Two questions or whatever, and you brought in, or 10 questions, and you brought in 200. That's what I'm talking about. It's doing the above and beyond. Uh, help the teacher if they need help. Say, oh, uh, you know, I could use somebody to help take out the trash or whatever. I'll do it. That's fine. And don't be a kiss button desperate. I'm just saying, yeah, sure. So they always go, oh, this guy goes above and beyond. And I'm telling you, when you help someone else, that person just feels like, oh, I want to help them too. I want to help you back. So that's a really important thing. Um, oh, address 
the when you get a when you are told you need to make an adjustment, address it quickly, and and move on. Don't fight the teacher. Don't get stuck in and you know don't try to listen to what they say. First of all, that's really listen and say. Uh, hey, you were talking. Uh, you were ne- you were denying this person. If it was an improv, you need to say yes and more. Well, the next time you go up, I should see a difference because I told you to k- keep an eye on denying somebody. What if they give you a note that you're not clear on? Then you ask. You for can ask clarification. Absolutely. I mean, that's also about the teacher, and we'll get to you know Megan's point of view about feeling safe and feeling in an environment where you can ask questions. But, but you yes. don't mind that as a teacher, Sean. If you if you tell me that uh, I need to not deny as much, right? Sure. So that was your note, and I don't know where I did that or what you're talking about. I can say to you, well, can you give me an example? Me personally, or? always. I was always very clear what I was talking about. I'd probably be over clear and over talk. That was my one thing I did a little bit. Can uh, you confirm or deny a little bit? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> When I first started, I'm much better now, but I was, yeah, I would overtalk a little bit. Uh, Yeah. I think Caroline used to time you. Yeah, no, then I made a deal with her. She was like, the beginning of class takes too long. She was like, okay, you have, you know, whatever, 10 minutes to do your stuff. And I was, yeah, she used to time me and they gave me a hard time. But they also knew I sent out a questionnaire and said, what do do I need to improve on? Mm -hmm. I wasn't scared to hear that. And that was one of them. So I thought, okay. Do you think that that it's improved your teaching? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Another thing, be free. Have fun and try anything. Like, really play. Go in there and play. This is, guys, this is acting class. They want to see you. This is where you can do stuff you can never do on a set. So, we want you to see that. We want you to play and have fun. And here's the other thing don't be scared to fail. Now, I've learned this a lot more in my new teaching job with my new partners. I didn't stress that as much. I mean, I never really cared as much. But we do a thing when you mess up. We go, we did it. We all cheer when you make a mistake. And those guys taught me that. And I kind of wish we had that in Studio 4. But I never made anyone feel really bad for making a mistake. I always appreciated someone going for it. The best example ever to me was we did a job. We said, you, everyone gets a job. You do an improv about a job. And Megan got Undertaker. And then her skit was about a, a woman who takes care of the graves, like a, I don't know what they call the people who... A ground, grave digger? Groundskeeper. Not a, yeah, groundskeeper, oh, yeah. like a graves groundskeeper. But she was convinced that all the men in the grave had a crush on her. And she did this hilarious thing. Now, that had literally nothing to do with an undertaker. She didn't necessarily know what an undertaker was. Yeah, tell us the process of what that was. It was so funny. And, of course, I'm not going to stop her and go, well, you don't know what an undertaker is. I don't know if I know what you're talking about either. I'm thinking WWE. What is an undertaker (laughs) that isn't the undertaker? Undertaker is is a person who works in a funeral home. It's like a mortician, right? It's like a mortician, yeah. the person wow. who takes the body and brings them in. And... I've spent so many times in funeral homes, wow. and I had no idea. You had no you... idea. No. So she didn't know either. Yeah, yeah but I had then, no idea. Yeah, so we, she comes out, and she starts rolling around the ground, like flirting with all the dead the, the <laughs> gravestones. And what was your thought process? Honestly, I had I had no idea what to do. I walked in just completely blank and had to do something. So sure. I just chose to be in love with these dead people. And it was so funny. 
And she went for it. And because she went for it 100%, there's not a part of me that would go, excuse me, that's not an undertaker. Do you know what I mean? And she thought, okay. And she didn't ask what an undertaker was. If she did, it would have been fine. But she thought, okay, I'll give this a shot. And because it was so much, I will tell you that we were howling so much, I told her, you must write it. And it became one of our hit sketches of our show. That's funny. But she went for it. She just had fun and gave it a shot. And if anything, that's what I really tried. Listen, you should be in a place where a teacher lets you feel that safety and feel free. But What about, Sean, because you mentioned try anything, right? Sure. What if you're not comfortable with something? If you're in class and, say, the suggestion is, like, porn star or something that you're... A teacher, uh, listen, if someone said, I'm not comfortable with that, I would say, okay, it's something else. I would just, again, that's me as a teacher. But if a, a teacher did. But I'm asking push as a you, student, what should you do as a student if you don't feel comfortable with a suggestion that's given or uh, you don't feel like it's an appropriate suggestion? Because well, if it's inappropriate, obviously you're allowed to say something if you feel it's inappropriate. And, and that something is, I don't feel, sorry, I don't feel Just that's say, appropriate? Yeah, it's, it's a little inappropriate for me. Most teachers would say, okay, that's fine. But if you are playing and having fun in every other aspect and this time, then no one's going to care. But if every suggestion you're objecting, then it's different. So it's really in terms of context. You know, are you the you know, woman who cried? Uh, Porn star? Woman? Yeah, woman who cried inappropriate instead of boy who cried wolf. I don't know. I'm I, will, I will also say that Sean has always created such a safe space, even with um, suggestions and people in the class. Yeah, because we would have... What does that second part mean? The second part means we had a guy who spoke five languages, and there was a lot of things he just didn't understand. Uh, my best example, we said something about, you have to be obnoxious at a barbecue. And he didn't know what a barbecue was. He's a Korean, Russian, French. Like, he had, like, it was crazy. And he was so freaked out. And I just said, do you ever cook outside where you're from? And he said, yeah, I go, like, outside, like, in a grill. And he goes, yeah. And I go, that's a barbecue. So go for it. And he did the funniest thing about, I'm back from America, and they eat all this healthy stuff. And, and I got, I got uh, lost all this weight. I, I, I have all this acne on my face. That's how he said acne. And we were like, oh, my God, we were laughing so hard. And he, like, burst out of his shell. And what the point was is, like, we have to adjust things to his limited language. Is you that know? what you meant, though? Or did you mean he picks people that are good f to create a safe space in class? Yeah. He, um, like, if a, if a student doesn't fit the the structure of the class or the vibe of the class, it, it's as much as you want to be a part, if the class isn't right for you, I mean, Sean has, has made that work with, with students that need to be a part of it and students that, hey, I think it's time to walk away. You've said yeah. that to yeah. people? Yeah. Sure. Why not? Because they, they, they're not... I'm not giving them what they need. So they should makes, be getting something. What makes you say that to somebody? If every it's always argumentative, if it's always and that you know, in all honesty, we're going to go over that the don'ts, mm. and that's going to be in, right. okay. enveloped in those, and that's a few things. So then, obviously, obviously, what I said at the beginning: have a great attitude. Just have a good attitude. Just like 
I was telling you about the stuff. I, the the Peter Lenkoff guy. I'm a, I'm a small guest actor. He's running three network shows. I was humbled that he even would even consider having coffee with me. So of course I'm going to say thank you so much. And he felt completely relieved. Where I could have spun that. So just have a good attitude. Now let's move on to the don'ts. Obviously I'm not going to go over the opposites of what we just did. Pay late. Be late. Don't do homework unprepared. That's obvious. That's the exact opposite. One aspect of that, don't sit on your phone, guys. We had James Kahn teaching at our school, and there were students on their phones in the back two rows. James Kahn from The Godfather. And not taking notes, and, I'm assuming. No. Like texting and like and, – and he had stories about how he created Sonny from Godfather. I know Mr. Fantabulous must be like killing himself for not being in that room. Crazy. That's Why huge. do you say that? I'm a huge Godfather fan too, Sean. Well, I, he's I a big screenwriter person, <laughs> so I'm just leaning that way. Why? I didn't know you were huge. Why? Why, Sean? <laughs> Did it get better with the, the tears Roxy right now? off the list. Oh, crap. <laughs> Don't be argumentative. Don't be argumentative. It, no, oh. so that's uh, just guys on the phone, on the phone. Put the second. Why do people down. pay for class and then go on their phone? Because it makes them I feel like know. they're doing something? Or? I don't know. Because sometimes it's not 100% compelling. So they're a little bored. Guess what? It gets boring sometimes. When you're on a set, it gets boring sometimes. You know? And, and if that's a different situation if you're, like, on break and not near anybody. But, my God, don't be on your phone. Juice this opportunity. So that's obvious. Uh, don't bring your personal drama to class. Whatever your drama is, don't bring it to class. Do you mean don't bring it to the scene, or do you mean No, no, don't... no, no. I mean bring your personal drama. I had a student who we were doing a punk show, and she had an issue with one of the pictures, and I just left the printer. I think you know the story. Just left the printer, and she's like, I need to change the picture. My parents are coming. I don't want them to see this picture. And I said, well, I just left the printer. And she said, no, 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 I can't, I can't have it. It's going to be tough. What if I pay for it? What if I drive down? I go, I am running around getting ready for our show tonight. I have to go buy the alcohol. And, buy, you know, I mean, I'm running, getting the theater ready. Like, I'm so busy. I said, I can't deal with this. And she's like, well, I don't want my mom to see that picture. I go, you're playing a – the picture was of a – Because she was embarrassed or – She was embarrassed. She, she – it there was a picture of her, 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 her name was Pukes. Well, that was her name in the thing. And she had her finger in her mouth. And I said, well, you're looking like you're going to puke. And she thought it was phallic and thought it meant something else. I said, you're playing a character called Pukes and you're doing a puke thing. It's not anything else. And she said, well, and I said, that's why you did it on the day we took the picture. So she was trying to say that her parents, and I said, but your parents need to understand you're an acting and it's a character and da, da, da. And then finally, I just calmly said, so when someone calls me looking for a person from my class, do you want them to remember this conversation or how good you are in my class? And she went, okay, I'll see you at the show. <laughs> because then you – I'm sorry. That makes you think, oh, shit, I so don't need the So you're saying her personal drama, drama is her, personal drama her situation about with her mom. Her, yeah. That has nothing to do with me or us. Then don't take that picture if you know your mom's coming. So that's the thing. Like, don't bring. And I had other. We had other students that brought personal drama before Megan left. Um, so, quick clarification, Sean. Yes, Just sir. Listening to the booth, I know one of the things you emphasized was if you know you feel uncomfortable with the scene, don't be afraid to bring that up with your teacher. So, mm -hmm. I think for your listeners, just distinguish the difference between I'm uncomfortable with something versus I'm being like an annoyance or an inconvenience. Like right. You said. Right. That's not. That's not. Listen. Here's the difference. I guess if you say. 
I'm uncomfortable with that. Um, you know, the scene with a dog or something. It's about a dog being bitten. You say, well, I'm a little uncomfortable with that. And then they say, oh, okay, and they move on. It's different than saying, I'm uncomfortable with that because you guys have no idea. When I was a kid, I got bit by, you know what I mean? And you make the drama all about you and how why you don't want to do the scene or, you know what I mean? You just be professional and move on. So what happens, Sean? Uh, your boyfriend dumps you and right. you've got class in an hour and you show up to right. class. Do you say nothing to anybody? You can say stuff to your classmates personally. You know what I mean? But don't you try not to bring so it to class. you don't tell the teacher? You don't have to tell the teacher if you don't want to. If you feel like, I'm just in a tough place because I just got dumped. Okay. But that's different than coming to me, pulling me aside, taking me outside for 15 minutes. Do you see what I mean? One is just communicating, and one is... You know, uh, ruminating on it to make it a big deal. So don't make your drama their drama. Their your classmates' drama or your teacher's drama. Okay. Okay. Uh, don't bail on class on the last minute. Obvious. Give your tell your teacher at least the day before. So twenty four hours before. I would say at the very least. Don't text. I've gotten a couple texts. My class starts at six thirty. I get one at six fifteen. Hey, I'm not going to make it tonight. I've constructed a curriculum based on the, how many students I'm going to have. And so all of it goes out the window. You know, it's it's very inconsiderate. So car accident happens. What do you do? That's like, a different story. Totally different. But I'm totally saying, do you pick different. up the phone? Do you call? Like, you text what? a teacher and say, hey, I got into a car accident. Okay. I'm going to be late or I don't think I'll be able to make it. That's different. Okay. And if you have seven car accidents, then I know you're lying um <laughs> or a really bad driver yeah or a really bad driver don't when you get good critique please don't get overly critical and defensive and fight just listen and it's called in buddhist is sitting in fire what if you don't disagree sit in your fire and listen and smile and then talk to the teacher afterwards if you need to or vent to your friends afterwards but don't cause a big thing in front of the class uh, and a big argument. Don't. It's not useful for anyone's time. Remember, this is all about maximizing time for us, for you. Um, gossip and cause drama between the classes. So let's say you didn't get a thing. And then you go out and go, can you believe he did it? There was a student before Megan showed up that was trying to get everybody against me because she felt uncomfortable about a couple things. And she was saying, well, I'm speaking for everybody. But she's paying to be there. So why? I, but she said, I'm speaking for everybody. We're not ready to do this show. Well, literally no one else agreed with her. They go, no. Yes, we've gone. Ooh, I'm scared because we're doing a show and I hope we're ready. That's normal. That's normal. But to say everybody doesn't want to do the show, that's not true. And she was causing talking to people behind their back and all this other stuff. So that was that was crazy. And now I hear from Megan the update is she's saying things about me that I've never even said. I never even said these things. She said, oh, you're, you're so She's told. still a student at the school. No, no. I bet I guess just out and about. I guess she's in the world somewhere. somewhere. Uh, yeah, so how did you hear that she said that? I had heard it back when we were still in back class. Back in the day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When That's she was hilarious. still around. I have no idea where she even comes up with that. Again, I will, she was an he uber talent. He said Sean talent. has a tail. She's an uber. Why would she she's, say that? An, she's an uber talent. An uber, uber talent. But you'd never recommend her? Never in a million years. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going to run through these real quick. Be egotistical or better than everyone or given a vibe that you think you're better than everyone, even if you're one of the best students in the class, you never make other people feel that. Don't be rude to other people. Be kind, courteous. 
Don't also, instead of being defensive and angry, don't beat yourself up. I'm the worst actress in the world. I don't know why I'm here. You know, I'm the worst actor in the world. Because I don't it's know why annoying? I'm here. Because it's, again, it's, it's, it's awkward. It makes the vibe change. We're all here to work as artists. We're not here to get sucked in. It's more of your drama. It's not our drama. Remember, we're going to do the mental health show, and that's part of it. You know? Um, so, yeah, beating yourself up, it doesn't, it's not useful for you, the teacher, anybody. It's not useful. Um, and as always, make the teacher's life more difficult. Just don't make them more difficult. So those are the do's and don'ts from the teacher's point of view. So, Roxy, I just wanted you to maybe ask Megan a couple things about working well, with I've me. Well, I've never been in your class before, so I'm curious of the things that Sean just went over, which are the ones from being in his class really stuck with you? A lot of what stuck with me from Sean's class is probably the um, preparation, being polite, um, and doing the homework. Like what he said about working with other people and being egotistical, the moment that you think in an acting class that this is, I've learned everything, there's nothing else you can teach me, I believe is the moment that you failed because working with people that you think are lesser than you can always teach you something. And watching people that are on stage when you're not on stage, you can take tidbits away from them and make it your own. And it could it could work for you in an audition six months from now. So I think just being present in the class and, you know, supporting each other is so important. And I mean, Sean has always been open to helping us. I've been out of his class for a year and I just texted him the other day about um, manager help. So it's not, it wasn't just a class that I paid for and was paying him for his service. And once that class was over, he shut off his phone. It was very much, uh, he cared about his students, cares, sorry, cares about his students. It sometimes bites me in the butt though. Yeah. In what way? Because I care too much. So I get hurt when, like it hurt that our class fell apart. I've wanted it to continue um, after Studio Four. Intellectually, I completely understood, but I was like, oh, I wanted to take us further. Mm -hmm. I wanted this group to go further, but I completely understood why they had to go. So I'm having to calibrate how much I care. I had a beautiful uh, text from her. She went to a, a, you left, tell her the story, you went to a different, uh, a well-known, a well-known comedy school in L.A. after my class. Yikes. Uh, So... Yeah, I was I was in Sean's class for a little over a year doing the comedy improv troupe. Um, I was an advanced student, and I did go to a different, more well known school. And I knew I was going in starting at the bottom as a inter, inter, inter basic student. You're talking yeah, about an improv school, yeah, an okay. improv school. So I went in there knowing already that um, I was going to have to be super open and start at the bottom of the totem pole. Um, but. With Sean's class, it was such a safe and open and creative environment that when I went to the second school, I was I was just honestly mortified, and it was it was such a bad experience. The teacher that I had um, did not think that women were funny. If we asked questions, he very much shot us down. It wasn't open. It wasn't inviting. Um, it was a twelve week course. Halfway through the course, the original teacher quit. And we had had a couple substitutes in between. So we got a second teacher. And, Did you get an offer for a refund? Uh, $50 off our next if we came back. And the classes are $500. Right. So that $50 was not not much. Um, but it, it was it honestly was like it hurt my feelings to come from this this beautiful like creative space and have all this freedom and a teacher that like really cares about you to this school that is 
you know, is supposed to be so reputable. And, you know, your words, you told me it felt like a factory. Yeah, it was it it was a factory. Everyone everyone was getting doing the same exact thing up there. You basically we weren't bummed you out. (laughs) Yeah, we weren't doing we weren't being free. We were getting up there and doing the correct thing. So the teacher would tell us good job. And it was just a really sad experience. And I did text Sean afterwards. Yeah, it was very sweet. She just said, you always, you cared about us more. And she said, if you ever need a quote or any, anything to help you in your business to get a testimonial, I would do it no problem. So, I mean, it makes you go, okay, so we had to end that class. We had to move on. But I can tell I made an impact. And that's all I care about is that I helped, you know, that it was her. I love that I was her first experience. So um, we're going to skip stories from the set. We just had so much. We're teasing it for next time. I will tell you it was a dark and stormy night in Georgia with Rob Zombie. So I'll leave that for next time. So as always, Roxy, where can we find you? Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Where can we find you, Megan? Uh, Megan Louise 217 on Instagram. Uh, Mr. Fantabulous? Uh, you guys can find me at Jeffrey C. Graham. And I'm at that guy SMW. And as always, and especially it's very apropos today, thank you for letting me be part of your journey. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 